Hey guys, I'm Felissa Rose Angela from Sleepaway Camp, and you're listening to Throbbing with Horror. <laughs> Hello, all you gore fiends and horror hounds. This is Brett from Dimension Z, joined as I am every week by Greg of the Dead. How you doing, man? I'm good. How you doing? Uh, really good. Um, it's a Saturday morning after, and that means, of course, last night was Joe Bob Briggs, and so I'm pretty hungover. But I wanted I'm... to give, I wanted to talk about the drive-in more, and that just shows you it was a great last drive-in last night. So. Yeah, I'm a terrible gore fiend horror hound because I didn't watch it because I got my shot yesterday, uh, my microchip, and it knocked me out. Yeah, it was a good one. It was um they did Bride of Reanimator and then um Next of Kin, which was like an Australian uh, horror movie that I only probably saw about half of it, and then I like passed out in my chair. I woke up like a couple hours later asleep. I was like, okay, let's go to bed. Did they do, br- oh good, because I won't lie, I'm pretty proud of myself, I try to follow the little clues that are laid out and shit, and I did, Bride of Reanimator was one of my guests, so I'm like, I bet you it's Bride, I'm, yeah, I'm happy now. When I saw Jeffrey Combs was going to be on, I was like, oh, Bride of Reanimator would be great, because like, the first one's really great, but the second one goes like a little bit even more bananas. That makes me really happy, good, well done, well done me. Yes, <laughs> um... Well, on this special edition of, because we haven't done a Throbbing with Horror on the road since long, like, long ago, when we went to Blair's, Blairsville? Blairstown. Blair's, Blairstown, okay. Camp um, Crystal Lake. Yeah, uh, we've visited the Friday the 13th Part 1 filming locations, and then we kind of tied that in with our review of Never Hike in the Snow. The, uh, yeah, the that worked out because that was a short film, so it worked out really well. Yeah. But I'm like. If we do a full-length movie and then have to tie in, like, another thing, that's going to be rough. Well, especially because it's not like we have, like, because we, uh, we're going, talking about the, uh, the, fuck was it? Uh, the April Ghoul's Monsterama. That, the there it is. Yeah, at the drive-in um, in Pennsylvania, they, where they showed uh, Sleepaway Camp, Slumber Party Massacre, um, Pieces, Edge and, and Pieces. Edge of the Axe, yeah. Uh, by the way, real quick before we get going, if you guys ju- just like us talking about movies and stuff, I mean, I'd love it if you stick around, but no hard feelings. This is just going to be us talking about the trip. That's why we didn't throw it on a regular episode, so we didn't take that away if that's all you like. If not, we'll still be back Friday with a new one. Don't worry. Yeah, because like what Greg was saying is like if we attacked this on to the end of society, that episode would have probably been like at least two hours, if not two and a half hours long. And yeah. that's way too long for one show. Oh, very much. Uh, we were even originally going to do them back to back. And then I was just like, I'm too fucking tired. <laughs> well, behind the scenes, if you listen to society in the middle of it, there was a mouse in my house that I had to, I was summoned away from the podcast for to go take care of or try to catch for 15 minutes. Then came back, finished. I'm like, oh, I don't want to do another one right now. <laughs> yeah. Greg had to conquer the mouse. <laughs> yeah. But, so. Um, also, I figured we'd just start, this will just be titled, like, bonus episode, because as much as we like doing the on-the-road thing, I imagine there'll be other stuff here and there that might not necessarily be on the road that would qualify as a bonus episode, so. 
Yeah. Here we go. The bonus episodes. Yeah, exactly. And if you uh listen, uh, we got our very first um celebrity to introduce the show that you heard at the beginning of this. We got Felissa Rose to intro the show, and I just kind of I just kind of want to dive into it, just kind of in the middle with her. Then I figured we kind of go back and forth, kind of making hay style. Yeah. Um. Um. But it's it's weird because it will be the first like like star of one of the movies we talk about on the pod but the second that we received because we already received scott's at the time but his will be attached to the episode you get this friday on vulgar so it's yeah. it's a real asterisk of who got first yeah it's felissa rose is first on actually to air the podcast but yeah scott chiaffo was the first one to actually do one for us which we've had to hold on to that for a couple weeks now and i keep being like i want to put it in <laughs> Well, because he, I didn't expect him to be so quick, Scott, Scott rules. I gave him plenty of notice in case it'll take a while. And like an hour later, he goes, ah, I was bored. Here you go. I remember. He I was like, up- I, it was going to take me a few days, but I was in the studio anyway. Yeah. I woke up the next morning and you had emailed me the clips and I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. But, um, yeah, it worked out. Meeting Felissa, it was great. Be- uh, her line was very long and it took a very long time, but that's because she's one of these type that that she actually talks to the people it's not just sign the thing take a picture okay leave she'll actually sit there and like speak with you before we get to meeting her we should tell them what it is because like wait where where were you what did you do like why there was a why Felissa Rosa somewhere why there was a was a this driving in Pittsburgh which is the closest major city to us has this thing they do in April called April Ghoul's Monsterama it's a two-day festival what do you call it a festival? Uh, two day yeah. event. Two day event, I'd say. Yeah, they show four mo- like classic horror movies each night, and they have like some cool little vendors, drive-ins there. Like, and they had celebrity guests this time. Uh, they had Felissa Rose, obviously Angela from Sleepaway Camp, and David Sheridan, who was he's in a bunch of stuff, but not one huge role. He was in Scary Movie Two, Victor Crowley, uh, Devil's Rejects. He was a cop. I think he was in Scary Movie 1. Oh, 1. My bad. Yeah, yeah 1. Scream ripoff. Cause, yeah, because he's Deputy Dewey Did a Duty. Is my, yeah, that's right. It's my most memorable line from that movie. Yes. Yeah, but um, so, it seems like... That's I'm why we're in line meeting Felissa Rose. It's not like we were randomly out and about. Right. Oh, yeah. We didn't just run into her on the street. Yes. But um, we'll get to kind of what happened on the line here in just a minute. But we got up to Felissa and... One of my favorite things also, like one to cons and stuff, is like the celebrities have their handlers where they're kind of keep the line moving. They collect money. They kind of make sure nothing bad happens. Yeah. Yeah. They If you need a picture taken, they'll do it for you. And I love the disgruntled <laughs> um, like handlers that you get every once in a while where they'll be sitting there being like, God damn, just move along. And like they're whispering under their breath and they're just kind of like semi mad. <laughs> Yeah, and the bad thing is, I think they were mad at her, but yeah, they were because she, no joke. Like when I say we stood in line for a long time, it's the line was decent, but it was a small like driving thing. It was a huge, so it wasn't like a big con line or anything. But so I saw the line. I'm like, oh, we should be there in about five minutes. Let's just get in line now. Right. We stood in line for over an hour because, and I appreciate this. She would talk to some people for non-exaggeration 10 minutes. Like, she would really 
talk to you, like ask where you're from and like tell stories if you ask questions and stuff. Oh, yeah. And she's like doing uh, videos like throughout the thing too, like going live on like her Instagram. She was going live on the uh, drive ins Facebook page. She was doing a lot at once. So, yeah. But, um, you went because I I made you go first. I'm like you go first. Like I want to like you like I want to see how she is. Like I've already seen that she's like great with like the 50 people in front of us. But just to be safe, you go first, Greg. You know. <laughs> what what, and, what um, was the title I bestowed upon myself? Um, oh, oh what was it? talent relations coordinator. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because you got because Scott you came up then... with this brand, like oh we should get Scott to intro Volker. I'm like okay, cool, yeah, do that. You. I want you to do it. Yes, I'm. I'm very much went with like the Walt Flanagan approach of just like I don't want to do it, but it's a good idea. But you do it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So you went up first, and what did you? I for, I didn't hear exactly what kind of went on between you guys because there there was the disgruntled handler beside me who I was kind of snickering at. Yeah, no, it was real nice. The obvious, like big fan. I'm like. This is awesome, like, getting to see Sleepaway Camp with you here. That We were talking for a little bit. I told her about how it was cool because, uh, no joke, I when I was 14 years old is about the first time I saw Sleepaway Camp. I believe, I know I told the story before. I think it was our friend P recommended it to me, but I'm not positive still who that was. Yeah. But, and around this time I started getting into CKY, which her husband plays in. So, like, yeah. I told her about that. And she was telling me about how they met on return to Sleepaway Camp. And then I wanted to ask a question. I'm like, I got to ask about Terrifier too, because I know she's in it. And I'm like, I know she's probably also signed an NDA though and can't tell me anything, but I'd be mad at myself if I didn't ask. Right. And I asked him like, anything you want to talk like that you're allowed to say with Terrifier too? She goes, I'm not even sure when it's coming out, but it's done and it's going to be awesome. She goes, it's huge, bigger than the first one and everyone's going to love it if you like the first one. And then... I think I also mentioned something about Victor Crowley and it got her onto a thing about how she loves working with guys like Damien from Terrifier and Adam Green from Hatchet. Right. Because it's what we said when we reviewed Hatchet. Like, it's really horror by horror fans. She goes, there's really good directors, but when they do a horror movie, something seems off and missing. It's not bad, but still not that. But when you get these kind of movies, you can tell that it's everything fans want. She was talking about much more. She likes working on those. Um, we talked honestly for a little bit, like we said, so I can't recount the whole conversation, right. but it, it was really cool. She was super nice. I loved it. Yeah. And then, yeah, it was, um, and then oh, it got, yeah, picture go time. Yeah. What's that? I said, oh yeah. And then we got pictures, which I was excited. I asked you, oh, and yes. I wonder if you think it was weird if I asked her to kill me in the picture. Yeah. Like I asked, cause I've seen some people like who are in horror movies do that. I'm like, would it be cool if like, cause we we're getting the picture, like, if you like would choke me or something so I can say I was killed by Angela and she got very happy about it. She says, I always see other people do it. No one ever asks me. Yes. Oh, that's so cool that. Yeah. Well, she did like the Kane Hodder like throat grab. Yeah. Which is cool because she's on that podcast with Kane. Well, I forget what uh, casualty Fridays. Yep. And um, I completely got the vibe of like, oh, you got to do a Kane Hodder. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so, but, I yeah, love that. that. I love that picture. The, uh, that picture was great. Yeah. I, I, she, she goes, are you okay at the end? I thought she was joking. I laughed. I'm like, oh, no, you didn't squeeze my throat. Because I remember you told me that there, and you like kind of grabbed me by the throat, and you're like, she did this, and you barely put like any pressure whatsoever. 
Yeah, I'm like, I wouldn't have complained if there was a slight bit of discomfort, but you're fine. Right. Well, and then it gets to the part of now it's my turn. And I'm the most fucking awkward person, especially like trying to meet someone like this that I like want to meet and that like I like her work and whatnot. It took me back to the first time I met Brian O'Halloran at Steel City Con. I think it must have been like 2013, maybe. Uh, yeah. Not Steel City Con, Sci Fi Valley Con. Yeah. Um, and that was the very first Comic Con I'd ever gone to. So I had no idea what to expect. I'm just like, oh, celebrities are going to be there. I love Dante, you know. Yeah. So I go walking in and I immediately were like, well, I want to go look at the celebrities. And I walk back and then I saw Brian O'Halloran and I stopped in my tracks and like my heart dropped. <laughs> and I got all these butterflies in my stomach. And I was just like, oh, oh, I'm not ready for this. And I turned and walked away. <laughs> Did he see you like walk to him and turn to walk away? No, because I must have been like 25 feet from him. Like okay, as soon good. as he was in it my sight. It would have been sight, weird if you walked up to the table, looked up and ran away. <laughs> Well, if I had, I'm glad I had seen him that, that far away because I definitely would have because I would have been like, uh, 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 I can't. And then walked away. And then later when I come back, it would have been like, hey, I re I kind of regroup myself. You're the weird one. Yeah. But um, it's that's I still get a little bit of that feeling whenever it's like your turn next because it's so awkward. It's like, hi, person that, you know, I like their work. You have no idea who I am. <laughs> You're like Ralphie from A Christmas Story meeting Santa. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I taught, I went up. I was like, I love Sleepaway Camp, of course. She was like, oh, thanks so much. I forget even what we exactly talked about. I think I was she all... actually talked to you first, if I remember, because I was still there, and she saw your Joe Bob shirt. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that part, where even before we like went to meet her, she saw my Joe Bob Briggs shirt, and she's like, oh my god, we should uh, make a video for Joe Bob. And she made the video, and it's on her Instagram. And you said that uh, you saw her take the video and then literally go into her contacts to Joe Bob Briggs and then send the thing. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't trying to be a creep. I, oh. I promise I'm not that. I'm not someone who likes to read people's cell phones, but if I see the words, I, I notice what they are. And I'm standing to the left still because me and you were together. You know what I mean? When you're right. talking. And she picks up and she taps the thing and I see this little man in the cowboy has it. Or I don't think it was the picture. I'm thinking of that. But that's why I said it should have been, but just as I think J Bob Briggs, I'm like, Oh, she's not joking. That's like, Oh, that's so cool. And then immediately I'm like, Joe Bob Briggs is going to see my face. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're smack dab in that. If you guys wonder what throbbing with horror looks like, and for some reason you don't follow us on any social media, if you go to her Instagram page and you see that video, it's the guys in the tent. I'm wearing my plan nine shirt. Brett's wearing a Joe Bob shirt. That's us. Yeah, the very first two there. It's also yeah. our new Twitter cover photo because you got that great screen grab. No, oh, that took me a couple attempts. I, I was actually that same night. I didn't tell you this, but I was trying to do the same thing, but I was kind of drunk. So I was, wasn't doing it right. And I kept fucking up and I was like, I'll do it some other time. And then not to brag. I'm pretty good at that. I got that comic book man uh screen grab from the same thing like a couple days later and sent to you oh yeah that's a great way but i told you like for years i've been trying to get a good screen grab of that and i never could it's always blurry and immediately i'm like i'm screen it was over uh snapchat and like it i know it uh, like whenever you screenshot on there it like alerts the people so i want yeah. to be like i'm going to screenshot this just to let you know <laughs> yeah but um that's my editing i think coming because i have to cut things so much all the time yeah 
Um, but yeah, I talked to her like a little bit there. And then I mentioned, I was like, oh, well, me and this guy here have a podcast and throbbing with horror. And she immediately, I didn't even have to ask. Wait, her. no, she, you didn't mention the name yet. Cause oh, that comes later. Okay. You did not mention the name yet. Um, I was like, me and him have a horror podcast. And I was like, and we've covered sleepaway camp. And I didn't even have to ask her. She just immediately was like, oh my God, I would love to like do something with it. And she was like wanting to do an interview on the spot. It almost seemed like, which I've mm-hmm. been like, oh, I don't know. Uh, how was filming Sleepaway Camp for you? You know, it's like <laughs> she goes, "Oh, do you want to do something now?" I'm like, I I was not prepared. I did not bring any of my equipment. Yeah. I didn't. I would never have expected this. So I don't have anything right now. I thought that I was going to have to ask like extremely nicely and maybe she would do a bumper, which she did. And you guys heard, which is so amazing. And if you, uh, you probably cut out the last part where you hear me say, thank you. Like five times in a row. I'm like, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I did cut that out. <laughs> but um, yeah. So she was like, and then the one handler was like, she has to leave by nine and whatnot. And this was like, a little after eight o'clock at this point we're just like okay yeah no problem you know she's the one that offered so oh you're talking about two separate things yeah we went back for that part yeah she we... said we'll stop back later like we'll do something for the podcast yeah so like what what do you say it was about 10 o'clock we stopped back and they were kind of wrapping everything up and we walked up and we we're like hey it's us you know if you still have time you know you said you would i think and... i said i know you're leaving and if you're still interested, we can do one. We'll do it at a later date. If you want to give me like the contact info and she gave me the email to use. So one day we will do that. Yes. So we'll hopefully get to do a cool bonus episode with her on it. But I said, it would be cool if you did a bumper for it now. And she did it. And like you said, the handler was trying to kick us out. I'm like, like, uh, she's done. I'm like, well, she's the one who told us to come back. And they looked at her and she like, okay. Yeah, and Felissa's like, yeah, I told them to come back to do this. Uh, like, she couldn't have been any nicer about it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, and then she did the, well, what I love is she's like, what's the name of the podcast? And you're <laughs> like, you're like throbbing with, and then stop I didn't even say throbbing, because that was the word I like, thro- I'm like, Brett, you tower. <laughs> and then, because at this point, if you're Felissa, Ro- Felissa Rose, these two guys came up, you're like, you're being very nice, and you say, hey, I'll do a bumper for your podcast. And they're like, well, what's the name of it? And the one host turns away from her and starts laughing. I'm like, this is the thing I swore was going to happen. I'm not doing it. Nope, nope, nope. And <laughs> this is what I said from day one before our first episode came out. Someone's going to ask me the title and I'm not going to be able to say it. <laughs> well, then she turns to me and I kind of laugh a little bit. And I'm like, it's uh, throbbing with horror. And she definitely smiled and laughed a little bit. And she was like, oh, okay. Like you could tell she liked it. <laughs> I didn't know she was laughing at the title or my embarrassment for not saying the title. Yeah. But yeah, then she did it, which was great. Um, Then we went back to our car and. uh, Look, I'll be honest. When we started this thing, I didn't know if we were going to make it five episodes and that'd be the end of it. I wasn't even the full time co-host at the time. Like I helped get it off the ground. I figured I'd come on once in a while and it morphed into this big thing where we don't miss weeks. We do it all the time. They're always over an hour. It's a thing we've had people do things for him like crap our, our name is throbbing with horror it it started out as a 100 percent joke in the group chat of this would be a name that you would never call a podcast and now yeah. it's on my there's the stickers on my fucking car and it's huge 
<laughs> Big vinyl decal on my car. Yes. Throbbing with horror. <laughs> but, oh, can I tell them about the thing real quick with that? Yeah. If you guys send proof to us on Twitter, and Brett will have to coordinate this with me, because Brett runs the Twitter. You send proof that you've left us a five-star review, because I'm hammering that home to you guys all the time. And you send a mailing address, I will send you a vinyl decal that you can put on your car or a sticker, depending what I have at the time. Cause I make me and Anna make all those at home. So if you do that and you send a mailing address, send a screenshot that you did it, I will send that to you. You don't have to pay shipping, anything like that. Um, I'll do that at least for three months from this episode's release. Nice. Thanks. That's so a great you idea. Want to do that, you get a free vinyl decal, you get some stickers, whatever. Um, by all means you do that. We'll send that to you. There's my whole little contest. Not contest, just here's your prize thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I run the uh, social medias. So, like, uh, yeah, just send the screenshot and then your address, and then I'll forward that to Greg. Um, our Twitter is at Throbbing Horror, or I would say you could probably even do it on Instagram at Throbbing With Horror. Yeah. So, but either yeah. way, like, if you, if you send a DM and you don't know if we got it, like, just comment on something sent you the DM, and then I'll get that stuff out to you. Take it easy on me. I won't be. I'm not Amazon levels of getting that out to you, but it'll be within a week. I'll have it shipped. Right. And it's a free sticker. So don't complain too much. Come on. Yeah, exactly. Come on. All you did was leave a review and I'll send you a sticker. You're being fucking ridiculous. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So any more with Felissa? I mean, she was great to meet. No, it was, it was awesome. I, it was a great time. I, this one vendor there. Um. Crap. What was the name? Oh, the time. Wanted, a time, time bomb. Yeah. Um, they had these really cool prints of every movie that was playing for both nights. And my dilemma before this was like, oh, fuck, I wanted to get her to sign a Sleepaway Camp poster. And, but I don't have one. And obviously nowhere around my small town has a Sleepaway Camp poster. And I'm like, oh, no. And then I saw online that they were going to be selling prints. And so I'm like, problem solved. Uh, I got the Sleepaway Camp pro- poster from that place. And we got her to sign those. So that was cool. And it's it a it's what's her name Judy in the movie right with the side ponytail? Yes. Yeah. It, um, with the line of the movie. What's that? The one with the the line of the movie. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, she's a carpenter's dream, flat of flat as a board, and needs a screw. <laughs> Which I think that scene was playing when we were like getting the bumper for. Um, oh no, it wasn't because we were sitting by the car when that did. Because I was so stoked. Like okay. here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> It was great revisiting it too, like because we already did the um, we already did an episode on Sleepaway Camp, so we were calling back to the episode ourselves. We we're like, "Oh look, there's Rapey the Cook." Yeah, oh, look, there's. <laughs> we did get the tour. We were like, we already did Sleepaway Camp, and we it was like, yeah, that was within the first ten episodes. We were getting that one early. Yeah, that was one. I was try. I remember thinking like we should hold off on doing Sleepaway Camp just in case we ever could get Felissa Rose to do like an intro. And then I was like, oh, that'll never happen. Well, I don't know. we'll still play the intros here and there on random other stuff. Yeah. We'll save them first for a relevant one, then we'll throw them on here and there. Yeah. Okay, but now let's go back to Waiting in Line and the Saga of Kin. Look, guys, I was super stoked to meet Felissa Rose. Like, bucket list, like, Scream Queen meet. Like, I got to meet Elvira, I met Felissa Rose. Like, those are my two big ones. So I was really happy about that. And... Now, though, the story we walked away talking most about, I would never have guessed would not have been that. 
Well, the reason why this is probably its own separate episode, because other than that, we would have mentioned Meat and Felissa Rose at like the end of an episode to have been like an extra 15 minutes. But yeah, meeting the Ken, saga of Ken will take up the entire episode, which I don't exactly. OK, well, let's uh, uh, Ken was this old guy with like wispy gray hair and this ginormous gray mustache. A, a cowboy mustache, like the kind that comes long over your lips, but also comes the whole way down to like, like a, a Western Hulk Hogan, if you will. Yes, very much so. Um, I don't. Re- does did he turn around to us to talk to us first, or did we talk yeah. to him? So, you, if you guys have ever done anything like this, where you're standing in a line for something exciting for a while, like it's it's very normal and kind of cool once in a while. Once in a while, you say some things to people around you, you talk a little bit, and everything. You know, it's. It's fine. I'm cool with that. I enjoy it sometimes, to be honest. Just a little bit of pleasant chit-chat. Yeah, so me and you had been standing in line for about five to ten minutes at the time. And this small... Look, neither me or you are tall men. No. I would say. Do you think that's a safe assessment of both of us? Yeah, I would say yes. (laughs) We are not like circus performer short, but we're not tall either. Right. But... This short man, man even shorter than both of us, turns around and goes, I, this is my fourth drive-in in two weeks. I'm like, oh, cool. At this and point, that is how it started. At, yeah, at this point, both of our interests are kind of peaked because we're like, oh, wow, okay. And we start, like, kind of semi-interview, like, interviewing him, not on mic or anything, just taking notes in our heads of, like... I was just, yeah, this guy's story was kind of interesting at first. I'm like... Oh, all the Gorfiends and Warhounds are going to want to hear about Ken. Yeah, where he was, uh, and at first his stuff was interesting. Where he's well, gone, he's he traveling. Relevant at first, except yeah, relevant. Um, at first, he yeah, he's talking about all these drive-ins, like he's going all across America basically, and going to all these drive-ins. And yeah, he was from gonna... Indiana, the state Indiana. We have a town Indiana here. So, no, he was from Indiana, the state, and drove out to Pittsburgh for this, which was pretty cool. Yeah, what did he say? It was like six hours or something when he was talking to uh, David Sheridan, right? Uh, he told that to us, too. I don't know. Okay. Well, I remember, yeah, I did what well, David Sheridan's the guy's name that did Dewey, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, once he was up there, I, I was, this story will take a turn. I was so thankful yeah. to have Ken not with us anymore. Yeah. Well, because, like we said, Felissa Rose talks to every, each person a lot, so there was a lot of time to wait in line. And at first, this was a welcome distraction of kind of the boredom of waiting in line, where he's like talking about all these different drive-ins, all these different movies. Then he kind of starts going into like some of these uh, cult like um, celebrities that he's met, like these like real B and C movie. Again, level. still relevant though. Like, yes, no, and but he has his phone up the whole time. He's pulling up pictures with it, so I know this guy isn't full shit. Like, it's cool. I'm like. He showed me all these different drive-ins. Some of them are all year-long drive-ins, rain, snow, everything. Like it, it's really cool. Some of the stuff he showed me at first. So I'm, I'm interested. Mind you, this is an important detail, dear listeners. <laughs> the way the line is, I am closest to this man. Brett can kind of break away a little bit. And if you noticed, I shifted away a little bit. So I, I did was- notice. And was, that's why my plan comes in later. Because I was kind of behind him. And me and Greg, like, once it started going on, started making faces to each other. Just like, uh. Because... Now, look, I'm not an asshole, people. If Right now you're like, fuck, the Throbbing of Horror guys are asshole. This guy was just talking... No, 
that we were very pleasant and still like enjoying our conversation at this point in time. Like, don't oh, yeah. get me wrong, but yeah. you ever have one of those people that talks to you, but it's more like they're talking at you. Maybe you're listening to this podcast right now and you're like, oh, it's like Greg and Brett are talking to me, but they don't stop for me to get words in because we're a podcast. That's the way it goes. Right. This man was apparently a an in-person podcast where he would talk, but we couldn't get pretty much anything in. Or anything we would try to show him, where he's shown us pictures of people we met. So, like, I've met Joe Bob Briggs, and I have a picture with him. So I wanted to pull it up to show him, being like, hey, we're at a drive-in. This guy likes Joe Bob. And I show him the picture. He goes, huh, that must have been from a while ago. And I'm like, what does that mean? I, and I did the, I did the same, because he said something about, like, at meeting people from horror movies. I showed him Kane Hodder. And he'd be like, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, you, you don't care about anything we contribute to this conversation, I see. No, not at all, because he keeps going on and on, and he's showing pictures, and then at this point, he starts kind of, like, turning away from us again, and just kind of facing forward again, like he was, like, okay, I'm kind of done talking, and then he would turn back around and be like, here's me and Bruce Campbell, and I so want, at this point, I'm kind of annoyed. <laughs> you ruined it. We were done. You ruined it, by the way, because... My my time at this, I'm like, look, this guy's kind of being an ass. This is when I started trying to ignore him. And I made the okay, I'm done face to you. Right, kind of being an asshole, not listening, like not talking to us, just talking at us. I'm like, whatever. I'm not. It's not ruining my day, but I'm like, I don't feel like continuing this conversation. Yeah. So he turned around, like, here's Bruce Campbell, I'm like, oh, and you, what? Well, because <laughs> you, you right back in, and you are why we had to continue this. <laughs> Well, I couldn't help myself because, like, I'm I'm right there with you where I was annoyed. I was like, okay, it's this kind of guy. I don't really want to deal with that kind of person right now. But then he turns back around and he's like, here's me and Bruce Campbell. And I knew what drive-in that was taken at. It was the Mahoning drive-in when Bruce did his, like, uh, during the pandemic, he was going around and doing drive-in, like, live talk show type things. And I was like, oh, shit, that's the Mahoning Drive-In with Bruce Campbell. And that just got him talked about then the Evil Dead cabin that he saw. And you he were a little kid being lured into a van with candy right there. That's oh, what you he, were. <laughs> he opened, he swung open the van door and waved Bruce Campbell my direction. And I go, ooh, that, is, that guy has Mr. Bruce Campbell. And I got right into the back of that van and just turned around and just bent over. <laughs> like, that's exactly what you did. <laughs> Because every once in a while, like, uh, so some of the celebrities he would show, I'd be like, I don't know any of these people. Then it would be, like, some really obscure one. I'd be like, oh, shit, it's so-and-so. And then that would just get him going again. And a few times I saw Greg give me a look, and I was like, <laughs> I know what I'm doing, Greg. <laughs> I was like, I totally know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, you sort of kind of keeping it going, like, to, to get me in. Like, so eventually this man has run out of pictures of horror celebrities and driving. So I'm like, well, that's the end. There's right. going to be no more camera roll, as would be logical, right? Right. At this point, he's turned around again and faced away from us. And me and Greg are, like, kind of talking in code to each other. And look, by the way, there was a cute chihuahua behind me. I was really yeah. excited to watch and have fun with because there's a dog behind me in line. I'm excited. But no, I had to hear about this the whole time. Well, he turns back around with his phone out again. And I'm just like, oh, what's this one going to be? And this then he starts talking. Turn. This is the turn. Yeah, this is the one hundred percent turn where me and Greg are just both like, "What the fuck?" He's because like, he has run out of things like that. We have obviously expressed mutual interest in. Any like, we're about drive-ins, cons, like celebrity meet and greet shit. Like, okay, even if you're being an ass, 
you know, you're at least doing something that we're all clearly have a common interest in. It's relevant what you're talking about. Yeah. He turns back around and it's like him beside like a cannon. And he's like, this is one of the forts from the war of 1812. Also, I should let you listeners know at this point, Brett has pretty much managed to sneak out of this. Oh, yeah. And I have become captive one-on-one, me and Ken. Yeah. And Brett is standing to the side, and I have become the target. <laughs> and, the, and I see that, I'm like, why do I care about... I don't know what the War of 1812 was. I'm sorry. I don't know who fought in it. Well, anything. Greg, I have... I believe you've um, researched it since. I have the Wikipedia for the War of 1812 pulled up right now. Oh, the War of 1812, June uh, 1812 to February 1815, was a conflict fought between the United States and its allies and the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Ireland and its dependent colonies in North America and Native American allies. The conflict Look. began when the United States declared war in June 1812 and ended in a restoration restoration of the pre-war status quo that is not one of the cool wars you don't see a lot of war of 1812 movies it consequently include it it consequences its consequences include establishment of a separate canadian state an end of hopes for an independent native american confederation in the northwest and paving the way for the western expansion of the united states (laughs) The controversies that led to the war. <laughs> okay. So yeah. anyway, he turns around and goes, here's me at this fort from the War of 1812. And this is my... No, no, I'm not talking about weird <laughs> wars I don't know. I'm I'm done. Ken, we, we've had it. It's been nice. We're done here. Very um, important to remember, like Greg said, I've basically snuck behind Ken and am now just watching Greg have to go through this alone. <laughs> And in a stroke of, how should I call this, brilliant ingenuity, a thought comes to my head. And I look at Brett, (laughs) and I say, holy shit, Brett. And now I have Ken's interest as well, because Ken's like, oh, I've struck gold with this picture and story. I said, Brett, that's your favorite war. And I see you get this look on your face, and you go, what? I say, that's what you're always talking about. You're like a big buff on that. You love the War of 1812. Like, come look at this and talk to him about this. Because I would and think- I, even said, like, I can't say shit about that. I don't know anything, but he's always talking about it. Because <laughs> I'm barely paying attention at this point, because I hear him talking about some, like, fort and the War of 1812, and I immediately starts dazing out. And I get awoke, basically awoken out of it to Brett loves the War of 1812s. He can tell you all about it. And I'm just like, what? (laughs) And he's like, yeah, you talk about it all the time. Like, you go on and on about the War of 1812. I just went, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, think, like, okay, here in a minute, he's going to start, like, talking to me about it, and I'm going to have to improv the fuck out of this. This is my favorite thing, but you know what? Me and you would be terrible, like, on Impractical Jokers, I learned. Because the... When this exchange happened, and you realized what I was, because at first I was holding it together real well when I did that, and then I saw it dawn on you what I was doing, and I saw the look of, oh shit, and I fucking hate you and hope you die in a cancer fire, Greg. Look that you shot me, and that's where I started fucking losing it. I literally bit my tongue, not the expression, 
I put my tongue between my teeth and chomped down as hard as I could to stop myself from smiling, <laughs> to give myself pain so I'd stop smiling and not laugh. Well, because I look up and you, you're, you're, I can tell you're trying to hold it back, but you're like, you're giggling basically. And I'm just like, you motherfucker. <laughs> I, point, the, the old switcheroo right there. I'm tagging Brett in. I'm injured. <laughs> and I'm the sitting there. I'm not ready whatsoever. It's like, I need to warm up. <laughs> Brett's already been in there bloody beaten on the outside of the ropes. I tag him in. Now he's got to get back in against was, Ken, the world champion. It was so perfect and how it was executed uh, down to like, I'm trying to kind of get away from him. And at this point I have, he's just on you. And then you fucking turn the tables right back. And I'm just like, I had to be like, bravo, man. <laughs> I, I came home. I told Anna about it. And that's the expression I use. I said, Brett shot me a look of one. It's hilarious. And then two, I hope you die in a cancer fire. Because this I'm thinking I'm thinking, okay, what kind of shit can I make up? Of? Okay, it's the 1800s. It's pre-Civil like <laughs> War. French? Yeah, the French. That's it. You know, like... <laughs> you know, it's funny, like, when it was all said and done, me and you were walking back to the car, I'm like, I don't even... I didn't even know America was in a war called the War of 1812. Well, no, me neither did I. That's why when... <laughs> I, what, yes, last night I pulled up, right before I passed out... I pulled up Wikipedia, War of eighteen twelve, and I woke up this morning and saw it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that, that was that, that." If I die, I want that written on my tombstone. Brett loves the War of eighteen twelve. <laughs> yeah, like I'm like a huge like who's a fan of just like a certain war? Like I get I mean, you. Get, the Those are war buffs, like dudes who love the Civil War, love World War Two. Like that's a thing. I wouldn't say they're fans of it; they're buffs of it. I think I said buffs. Not, or did I say fan? No, you said fan. You're like, I'm a huge fan of the War of 1812. Like, it's, I'm like, yeah, it's my favorite movie. You know, like. Oh, yeah, Felissa Rose is in that one, isn't she? <laughs> well, at this point, I think Ken kind of got the picture. No, that's when Ken got called up, because this took us almost to the end. Well, he, uh, there was like probably like a good 10 minutes of at this point. Yeah, we are at the very front and Ken turns around at this point and is kind of uh, done with us, luckily. And goes I, on think to, his, I think we called him because I think he doesn't know much about the War of 1812. And he's like, oh, no. Yeah, because he didn't. He was just went, oh, yeah. And that was it. And he turned back around. I was like, oh, thank God. Thank you, Ken. But um. Yeah, that at this point, Ken is now, it's now his turn to go up and meet the people, and he meets David Sheridan. Which scary movie is a great movie. He's also in Devil's Rejects as one of the police officers. He's in Victor Crowley. You know, he's got a good um, like he's got some good films behind him. Like Scary Movie's funny as hell, and Deputy Doofy or whatever I forget. I think it's Deputy Doofy is Officer Doofy. Yeah. yeah, it's funny as hell. But and I was a really disrespect against David Sheridan. But I know this guy asked me in line. I don't know who that guy is. Yeah, and so at this point, Ken goes up to David Sheridan and tells him, "I drove six hours to meet you." And me and you turn to each other with this look of like bull fucking shit. This was, you know what? I can remember people in line that we've stood in long lines with, who I genuinely left. I'm like, that was a cool person. I enjoyed their company. Yes. This is not one of them. 
But as I said, ever since we started the podcast, I don't have bad encounters. I have content. Yes. Well, even um, when he was talking, like, this is, like, one of the first points I was like, oh, uh, this guy isn't quite, like, being really nice. He's kind of just using us to talk at. Was I, he was, like, talking about all these drive-ins that he's gone to. And I asked him, like, oh, uh, how many do you think you've been to? And he goes, I don't know. I just started last year. And this, like, will dismissive, like, asshole, like, shut up voice. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't, why are you asking me questions? Because you're not telling a story. Yeah. And, That's like, how it works. And before you even turned around, me and Greg were talking about the podcast. So he knows that we do this. Yeah, well, hey, whatever, though, you know. Uh, I wasn't mad as much since we were able to turn it fun. Oh, yeah, I wasn't, as soon as it turned into something like that, I was like, okay, yeah, this is interesting. And if you're listening and thinking we're bitching, we're not. It wasn't that big of a deal, but it was fun enough that we're like, we have to talk about this. Yeah, and that this is the reason, like we said, is that this is a separate episode. Was like, we need to devote some time to Ken. Ken is our new, like, unofficial mascot. Nope, 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 nope. The balding, giant mustachioed short man. Yes. Who's grumpy about talking to you when he turned around to talk to us. Yes, he didn't want to talk to me when he started it. Um, yeah, but that was it. Like, the movies were fun. Like, concession stand. I, I just, I love drive-ins. I always have, you know. So, honestly, seeing Sleepaway Camp at a drive-in was honestly the best type of movie I could have watched at a drive-in, too. Oh, because there's so many great scenes to like so many funny scenes, like almost every scene we're sitting there going like, oh, shit, this is this part, you know? Yeah, you know, as much as like I said, like, I like Sleepaway Camp a lot, but it's not a great movie and I love it. And I think that's what a lot of people feel about it. Right. Like, and I've seen that movie more times than some movies I think are perfect because I like it more. But every time a scene ended, I'm like, okay, well, now it'll be something until the next week. Like, every scene, I'm like, oh, fuck, here it is. I was so excited about, like, every scene. I forgot about how much I love this movie. That Sleepaway Camp was so much fun. Slumber Party Massacre, and it's not even Slumber Party Massacre 2, which the entire time I kept teasing Greg of, like, oh, they switched the films. They're showing the second one instead. And he's like, I'm fucking leaving. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I might have honestly had fun with Slumber Party Massacre 2 in this environment. Yeah, in this environment, it would have been a lot of fun. But I feel yeah. like the first one, I wish they would have done uh, Sleepaway Camp, and then Pieces, and then Slumber Party Massacre, and then Edge of the Axe. Because I would have yeah, much know, rather... After Sleepaway Camp, Slumber Party Massacre, the original, is a bit of a letdown. Yeah, it's very slow, and it's like very... There's not much really to it. There's some good kills, but it's not There's not like... even too much to laugh at, except for when you just see him running across the lawn. Yeah. But, Which yeah, we won't touch too much, because I think we do have that on the schedule like two years from now. But Yeah, in a couple years. 2025, we'll review it. We are not scheduled that far out, but we're, we are scheduled out to like 2022 or maybe the very beginning of 23. Yeah. Yeah, we got like two, which I love having that list. But um, Yeah, and don't, don't get me wrong, sometimes things come up, things get swapped, like a movie isn't available or there's a new release we want to cover. But like in general, we have our game plan set out in front of us. Yeah, and we'll never do it, like, so, like, close, where, like, this last week we did Society, and we said at the end we're doing Vulgar next week. It's not like we're going to switch Vulgar for something. No, whatever we say is next will always be the next movie. But, um, yeah, I was going to say, I also love, I got a cheeseburger from the concession stand, but I only ate, like, half of it. 
and I put the other half in my pocket. <laughs> and then like an hour later, I was like, I'm kind of hungry. And so I pulled it back out of my pocket and took a bite. And you're like, where did you get that from? Well, because I see you, you have no food. We were sitting outside at this point before it was freezing and we sat in the car for the rest of it. And w- by the way, we did not tough it out because it was a dust till dawn event. We we stuck it out to the end of Slumber Party Massacre. We dipped out because we had a long drive back yet. Yeah, it's um, like an hour and a half to Greg's and then I had an hour drive back from Greg's. <laughs> yeah, but we're, we're out and you just reach into your pocket and your hand emerges with half of a cheeseburger. <laughs> and I'm like, What? You're like, where did you get that? I was like, it's the cheeseburger from earlier. He's like, yeah, but where did you have it? I'm like, in my pocket. I was impressed. But that it's a great, and like you were saying earlier, drive-in food almost has like a special little thing to it where like, I know that cheeseburger probably wouldn't been as that as good if it was anywhere else. But the fact that it was at the drive-in, I'm like, this thing's good. <laughs> well, the drive-in experience, like the inside, like it's so like kind of quiet and chill outside. You get into the concession stand. It's like, kind of like a madness, like Wall Street, like, ah, cheeseburger, hey, hey double fries, bacon, like all that shit on the inside. And then you get out, like, I don't know, there's just something cool about it. And then I do want to talk about that Time Bomb Toys because I got, we got those posters from, I also got a Jason X mask, not Uber Jason, but Frozen Jason. Like he did all these custom Jason masks and I was really happy about it. Yeah, it's really cool looking. I love their part seven mask as well. Yeah, I asked if they had part eight and he said, we do at the store. We don't have any here because that's what I wanted. He should have been like, no, ooh, and like spit at you or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Greg, um. Yeah, I love that hockey mask. I just ended up getting the poster and then I bought food, I think. Yeah. And because then, then we were looking at the movies inside, but um, a lot of them were much older movies, which is, I don't have anything against those, of course, but. No, but what I was hoping for is like, not necessarily newer, but like, not terribly old, but like these movies that are hard to find that didn't get wide releases. That's what I got excited about at first thinking it was. And usually there's like a certain like, list of movies i'm looking for at that any given time like i was looking for like return to sleepaway camp but they i didn't see it there and whatnot uh, speaking of happy mail day to me after a long long search i finally got got it today in the mail and it was a blockbuster copy that's how hard <laughs> this movie is to find it that's why i ended up getting that's awesome uh, so it has the sticker on it yes and like the inside of the case has a little like uh, blockbuster emboss thing on the inside of the plastic. Oh, that's awesome. I can't wait. Yeah, you definitely have to let me know how it is, and at some point I need to borrow that, because I want to watch it so bad. Yeah, we'll probably do it on the show at some point. Oh, yeah, it'll definitely be on at some point. I don't know if... Uh, was there That's pretty else? much the end of our store, our adventure, right? Yeah, just about, I would say. That's after, um, after Ken and then getting the autographs, we went back and watched most of the movie, then we went back up and got Felissa's bumper and then yeah that was about it after that we just chilled in the car for most of it those people beside us were outside the entire time which I don't know how they did that oh mind you everyone listening this was April Ghouls. it was the end of April but we live in Pennsylvania it was snowing at our house and Pittsburgh the day before this yeah it was in like the low 30s I would say that night or like high 20s like it was freezing Oh, we took Ed. We forgot to mention we took yeah. Ed. Yeah, we took Ed, our skeleton, which there was, um, you were still getting food, I think, at this point, but I had gone back to the car and there's this group of like younger girls and I sat down and they go, we think your friend's cuter 
talking about Ed, and I go, yeah, I wish I knew what his diet plan was. And then, <laughs> Is it your friend's cuter or cute? Cuter. Wow! <laughs> I, but that's why I was just kind of like, fuck you, man, let me eat my cheeseburger. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's why you pocketed the rest, you felt bad. Like, I don't want this, and you put it in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a laugh out of him. So. Oh. Uh, I, since we're done with that, like, we can't ever really just talk about random stuff too much on the regular show because of the format. I saw this article, and I'm interested in your take on it. Hmm. Um, this was done by, like, a scientific study and shit of what they thought the scariest movie of all time was. And what they did was, like, measure people's pulse rates and stuff like that throughout how much, like, they jumped and things like that. Yeah. And they came up with, and I'm interested what you think of what they've deemed the scariest movie of all time, and I'm not buying it. Okay, yeah, I'm going to say, already, if it's an official article, it's not going to be good. <laughs> uh, Sinister, they I, dubbed I, as the scariest movie of all time. I've never even, yeah, because that seems like the kind of movie that has like a million jump scares in it. So, of course, if something pops out at you, you're going to jump, and your heart rate's going to go up. That's yeah, that's cheating. for that because, like, a, a slow, intense build, like, will still make your heart begin rising. They said they accounted for that somehow. I don't know. But no, I've never even seen Sinister, and I have no interest in seeing it. I haven't. I can't speak. It is Blumhouse, so eventually I do want to watch it. But I, I haven't either. It's not the typical type I'm drawn to. No. So it's... I, I don't know. So I can't talk about because I guess I haven't seen it, but I never... You know what, like... When Terrifier first came out, everyone was talking about, holy shit, this is actually scary. And I watch it, and it does, like, when you're watching it by yourself, like, you're like, oh, fuck. Like, oh, stuff like that. Us, yeah. when I saw it in theaters, like, my heart was pounding. I love it. Sinister, I don't know. I didn't hear people talking about that kind of stuff when it came out. No, I call complete bullshit on that. I mean, the scariest movie, it depends on what you would ask, like, what point in my life you would ask me. I would probably still say David Cronenberg's The Fly. Yeah. Because of just how gooey and, like, body horror it is. Yeah, or, like, even, like, honestly, like, Hostel, I think, is scary because, like, the yeah. real-life implications of it and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I don't know, or, but I, or, every time I see these articles, it always makes me mad no matter what the outcome is. Yeah, it's never, like, it, or even if they said, like, Friday the 13th Part 2, I'd be like, bullshit, it's not that scary. <laughs> yeah. But I just wanted to make sure I brought that up because I saw that. I'm like, oh, I have a bonus episode coming up, so I can actually work that into the podcast. Yeah, that's the yeah. I call complete bullshit on that. Uh, if <laughs> you guys like new, the new song at the beginning of this episode, shout out to Jesse Tranovich who composed our main theme, threw that together for us for any bonus episodes. You'll hear that. So thank you, Jesse. Yeah, thanks so much. I got to listen to it. and I really liked it. Yeah, that came that came in last night. Uh, oh, nice! Right before this, so it worked out. I can't believe that we have people that do stuff like that. Like, we actually have people that listen that's like, oh, I want to contribute. You know, that's really cool. Yeah, Jesse's like, he just said to me because he heard the podcast, like, here's here's a spooky song for me and Jesse go back, way back, best friend growing up. Like, we played in bands together, everything like that. So it was really cool. Like, when he listened, he sent me that original one. Yeah, it's awesome. Thanks, man. So, um, I think that's all I have, unless you had anything you wanted to hit. No, I don't think I have anything else really with the drive-in or like anything like extra really. Um, I know tonight on Me TV, Sfinguli is showing The Ghost of Mr. Chicken, which that, is a movie I grew like, up with, and I can't wait. <laughs> the Ghost of Mr. Chicken, yeah, with Don Knotts. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that 
I might watch that tonight. It's uh, it's extremely funny. <laughs> I don't know because I I'm in the middle of one of our upcoming movies. I might finish the notes on that. And Pokemon Snap came out, so I'm gonna be playing that. And then Return to Sleepaway Camp came in, so I just want to watch that in general. So I don't know. I got a pretty busy day ahead of me. Yeah, there's a lot of movies to watch and yeah. Pokemon's to Pokey. Yes. <laughs> Get that Pokemans. No, I just take pictures of them in this one. I'm a photographer. Oh, okay. You're like, no, now take it off. Get on the bed. <laughs> Pika? No, do it now. <laughs> Pikachu. Oh. Um, little uh shameless self-promotion i just if you're listening to this this week's episode of geek pause that would have released like a day or two before this check out because razor rob from audio anxiety radio show guests on it and we talk all about falcon and winter soldier and it was a really fun one and rob pays more attention to detail than me or maxwell which i did not think was possible (laughs) and it's insane oh nice i'm looking forward to that because i love that show so yeah so if you guys want to check that out, that'll be on there. And I think that's all the house cleaning we have. Remember that sticker deal. For yes. real. Like, I know it's not a huge thing, so it's more of an incentive. It's not like a huge prize. But if you're like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll do the review thing they mention about eventually. Here you go. If you do it now, I'll send you free shit. And you could you could be like us and have the word throbbing on the back of your car. Yes. Yeah, you do something for us, we'll do something for you. Yeah, and then you can put your sticker, like the random sticker. If I send you that one or the decal or both. Uh, just stick it somewhere to confuse people, you know, because with no context, when you see the words throbbing with horror, it's kind of <laughs> frightening and disturbing. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. Um, that was a great idea to do that. But, yeah, definitely do that. Send the screenshots to um, either Twitter or Instagram at throbbing horror and at throbbing with horror. Um, we're also on TikTok at throbbing with horror. Um, and that's all I have. Yeah. We'll see you guys in like two days for vulgar. Yeah. I can't wait for vulgar. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm ready to make hate to you. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, have a great week. We're we'll seeing a couple days, and we hope we've left your brain throbbing with 1812 knowledge and horror.